country music is the one you talked about. Yeah. And uh, that one, it's an eight part series. That sounds crazy, but amazing. Yeah. So I'm looking forward to it because, you know, there's, I typically say I don't like country music, but I only like actual country music. So I, so country music has different genres. I like like some classic Dolly. Um, yeah. Like I like some. So they talk about that. They talk about the, it's, it's basically, they talk about the people who really kind of pushed music, like pushed country music forward, like Johnny Cash. Yeah. Uh, came upon and changed music. Uh, Willie Nelson changed music. Bob Wills and having his large band changed it and they got in the rockabilly era. So it's kind of like this history of our country music. It's like the genres of music. P.S. Welcome to Break Drink. We're now a music podcast. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, uh, no, we, uh, <laughs> we were talking about Ken Burns and his upcoming country music documentary and also his brother, Rick Burns. See what happens when we get distracted and start podcasting? Um, I, yeah, like it sounds really interesting. His brother has a new documentary about New York. So it's a documentary film and series. Uh, other ones he's done on Coney Island, Andy Warhol, Ansel Adams. They got, he started doing documentaries because Big Brother Ken was... And he joined him for the Civil War documentary. They have just different interests. So that's Rick Burns. I, I think of Ken Burns as my brother. Like, I, I don't know if I'd want to follow behind that. I'd like to see Rick's work now. Yeah. So I was just listening to them both, the Kitchen Sisters. The episode was called The Brothers Burns, a conversation with filmmakers, Ken and Rick. They don't get along to work enough together. So I think that's what happened after the first one. They're like, ah, let's never work together. But yeah. Rick's like, I like this film thing. I'll continue on. So I put in the chat a video for you to watch later from uh, Rihanna Giddens, um, who's this woman who's kind of uh, reclaiming instruments that were culturally appropriated by white musicians from um, like black slave culture into um, kind of modern country music. Like the the banjo was an instrument from Africa. And so um, I, I don't know if she would say it the way I just, just said, I probably gave it too much of a summary, but she's an incredible musician and incredible singer and cool. just seems like super smart. And if you ever have the question, what if who are three people you come to dinner with alive or dead, she would definitely be one of mine just because, um, uh, one, she could provide entertainment because she's such an amazing, amazing, um, singer, but two, like she's just the wealth of knowledge she has is incredible. Like um, and she song. was studying opera and then, got into what the, she would call old timey music, um, which is a crossover with country music. I think that's pretty badass. I love artists that study something else. Like I think of Lizzo who studies classically trained flautist and does like everything from rap, smooth R and B pop. Like she's such a badass. Um, I would have her on my dinner list for sure. Cause I think it would be hilarious. That would be good. Both of them would be good. Um, I think that's hilarious. Like no, what, what white people like Elvis appropriated black music singers, <laughs> songwriters. I'm, I'm not sure. What are you talking about? Um, but the interesting thing is now, and there's a Ted talk by, um, by two men, uh, musicians, and mm-hmm. it starts with the, with the, a young black man who plays the bones, um, which is the um, like wooden instrument you play with your, it's a hand instrument, like yes. two carved sticks that you play in your hand. Some people call it an Irish instrument. Um, uh, and then he talked about kind of the appropriation of, of black culture music and how it started way, way back when. 
And then he brought his friend out who was um, a white musician who plays the banjo. And he saw the banjo as an instrument of kind of poor white um, rural people. And he became kind of a, I guess, a professional musician or, or well into his craft before he really unearthed the history of it. And then he's kind of like in the talk, he's kind of like, I don't know what to do with this now. Like, this has been my career, my trajectory, but I've learned this stuff I can't unlearn. And how do I balance that with going forward in my um, craft? And so it was, it was, a, it was um, an awesome TED Talk one because it's a musical performance and just their conversation around um, this honest conversation around cultural appropriation um, by these two friends of different backgrounds um, on stage. It was pretty cool. Wait a second. Uh, I thought you said you hated TED Talks. I don't know what the episode is, um, but I can reference that in our show notes. Asterix, uh, um, like five. That's probably don't hate. There's five of them? Okay, yeah. so I'm going to mention one TED Talk as well that I like that also has music incorporated in, and it's around learning because you and I both like to learn and are big learners. Um, it's the, the first 20 hours, How to Learn Anything. It's by Josh uh, Kaufman, and he essentially talks about Learning to do one thing after having kids is the hardest thing ever. And his talk culminates with him mastering the skill of four chords on the ukulele, which you can play almost any song, which is true. Um, and if you could sit down and spend X amount of time, like you don't have to be the 10,000 hour rule doesn't count. But he says, if you can spend like 30 minutes a day for a month, you can master it. And he ends up playing like this little medley at the end of it, which is amazing. So you're like, wow, that's a good music medley with 12 different songs. Same chords. Yeah. Um, you, know they, you know what they say country music is? What? A sad song? Three chords and the truth. <laughs> There's so many different genres of country. Like that's, I guess, I, I guess I always kind of wrote it off. So I saying like, I don't like it, but I do like the folks the folk storytelling sign. I like folk music. So there's yeah. certain storytelling. And I guess that's where Willie Nelson comes in. He's like, a I, I, yeah, I really grew up kind of despising it because like I was expected to like it. Cause I'm from Texas and being from rural West Texas, it's just more prevalent and kind of like, like all around you. And then I think when I was in high school it was kind of when there was this kind of crossover to like trying to make country more pop. Mm-hmm. And I still really despise despise that. I, I like country music that, that sounds like country music. It has like a soul and a story, um, kind of cool instruments that you don't see. Like people don't play the steel guitar and other you know other other places. And um, the songwriting can be and some some of the old uh, timers. The songwriting is incredible. And um, I love Willie Nelson. There's a, a radio station in Brown Falls that plays. Um, the hour of power, which is like a, a mm-hmm. Willie Nelson hour of music ever, every week. But um, yeah, there's, there's, there's a lot of great uh, country musicians and a lot that I really can't stand. Well, we don't really have country. We had Shania Twain who grew up in my home province. Um, we have, we have more country than I, I should say that I, that I thought I just was never into it. I was an alternative rock kid, but folk would be the closest. And as we talk about, appropriation as things come over from scotland and ireland a lot of our kind of celtic and folk music from the east coast uh you and i were talking before i I could find the internet in my house about the the come from away the east coast Mm -hmm. flair so that musical when you go it's written by 
fellow Canadian, um, written about the crash after 9-11. Um, so September 12th, where people got stuck in um, east coast of Canada. And some of the music... The rock, if you will. <laughs> the rock. Uh, yeah, the rock. Uh, and Newfoundland. Kander. Yeah, and Candor, uh, Newfoundland. Uh, so they got stuck there. And it's not Newfoundland, so good for you on that pronunciation. Um, so they got stuck there, and they were welcomed in. And when... People always say, are you from away um, when you're not from there? And that's that's an East Coast expression. But the music and the culture, um, some of it's in the musical. I've heard some of the music, but I haven't seen the musical yet. Um, is built on like Celtic tradition and folk storytelling. I like that a lot. And that's what I think country music does have that. So I'd be curious to see Ken Burns' documentary on that. You know, you know what it reminds me of? I know this is going to be ridiculous when I say it. Um, it really has a lot of when you look at the origins of rap music, mm-hmm. like a lot of similarities around like, you know, you're telling stories of what's around you and it is the kind of like outsider, uh, like, like genre, like, you know, the, you know, country music started with the, you know, uh, the slave slaves and their music and their mm-hmm. entertaining. And then it was, a, it was not the aristocratic South, right. That started mm-hmm. country music. It, it was, um, and I'm saying all this, I can watch the documentary next, um, starting Sunday night and, and correct myself because, well, no, I think you're right to say it. Like my favorite class that everyone tried to get into was music and pop culture. It was like a second or third year course in undergrad. And you had to like lie to get in. And they talked about the roots of, um, this is me digging into the trenches of my undergrad now, but they talked about the roots of a lot of music, rock, rap, and all that comes from bluegrass. It comes mm-hmm. from those songs and hymns and people singing, um, whether it was some of the slaves that were in the South to what was carried North and kind of taken on and built upon. And I think people who value any kind of music that comes before them in the history of that, which I do, um, they can understand like where these beats and sounds and uh, rhythms and kind of patterns and kind of tonal. So I don't know what your, your music skills are, but I've always been to like the history of it. And there's a show like Alan Cross's ongoing history of new music uh, produced on a radio show, but available for podcasts as well. If you'd like to check that out, but it always gives a backstory on some of these artists uh, backgrounds and even things like the tape recorder and the record and how, it, how it's making a comeback, things like that. So um I like the history. So I'd be curious to watch the documentary on the country music. I think that's great. Yeah. Eight parts. So there's nothing short of that. Yeah. So be sure to check out. Uh, um, so, so two things, one Google Rihanna Giddens uh, song, Ruby. Um, I'll put it's that in a the pretty, show notes. And I'll put that for you. I'll put that in the, the mm-hmm. chat. Um, it, it's recorded from a music festival a few years ago. And if you see the, a concert of country music in America. She's the opening act um, with another, because um, it basically said the fiddle came from Germany, the banjo came from Africa, and they she played a song with mm-hmm. another uh, country music musician who played the fiddle, just to, the kind of symbolism of like bringing the, the worlds together in this one musical genre, which is pretty cool. It was just the two of them, but they're such talented musicians. Like it almost sounded like it was a ten-piece band playing because they how well both of them play. So, I think that's great. Um, music is a lot of story, and maybe the story we forgot is that country music has so much more hidden behind it. So, I'm looking forward to the documentary. There's our pitch. Go watch it. 
Country Music, Ken Burns, Sunday, September 15th. Enjoy, y'all. Thank you.